This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Final hour of The Jesse Kelly Show. And then we're checking out of here until, well, tomorrow. But until Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. So don't forget to email your questions in right now. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Merrick Garland says Department of Justice will speed up the hunt for nonviolent January 6th protesters what an absolute embarrassment for the republican party of this country yes i'm blaming the republican party of this country it's not as if this is the week after january 6th we are now three years after january 6th we know about the federal informants we know about an out-of-control justice department that's been throwing innocent people away in dark holes for 20 years now. We know about all these things and still not one iota 
of significant Republican pushback by an evil DOJ. In fact, the Republican Party is currently putting their heads together with the Democrat Party to figure out how to fund in full the DOJ as they announce their intention to continue arresting Republicans in an election year. What a useless party. What a bunch of eunuchs. You think I've been hard on the GOP before? I'm going to be brutal, absolutely brutal to them in the future. This is pathetic. We need people fighting for us. They've done nothing but help them. They help them do it. You know what? We're getting to some emails. Jesse, while I believe Republicans are low T, I don't think it's the only reason they appear weak and love being in the minority party. 90% of D.C. Republicans have their hand in some money-making, in the same money-making grifts the Democrats do, Ukraine, open borders, so on and so forth. Uh, Yeah, that's part of it. Part of it is the money-making machine. Remember, I've been going off about James Langford working with Democrats because he's useless. Working with Democrats, it's going to be an amnesty deal. They're working on an amnesty deal. As we speak, Republican senators are working on an amnesty deal. We want to know a little behind the scenes on this? You know that Mitch McConnell is the one spurring this deal on? Do you want to know why Mitch McConnell is spurring this deal on? That information came out too. Mitch McConnell is telling James Langford and Republicans to get an amnesty deal passed because, in his words, he's concerned there's a chance at another Trump presidency and doesn't think he'll get amnesty if he gets one. The Republican Party is so inherently evil, they're trying to make sure they amnesty 10 million new Democrats before a Republican has a chance to stop them. That's something, isn't it? And yes, the answer to your question, we just got a report this morning actually about Ukraine. So freaking heartbreaking. All those Ukrainian boys and Russian boys, to be honest with you, 500,000 dead. They don't get to be dads anymore. Husbands, grandpas one day. They don't get to get a great career, maybe lead a country. They're gone. They're gone forever. And it came out today, the number, the amount of waste, the amount of money and weapons that they have, quote, lost track of in Ukraine It's well north of a billion dollars. It's going to be well north of that by the time they're done, too. These people have been lining their own pockets while young men die. An entire generation of Ukrainian men wiped out. I don't care if you have any affinity for Ukraine or not. That is so sad, isn't it? So evil and wrong and sad. All these Americans and all these Ukrainians and others lining their pockets as they continue to encourage this thing at every angle while young men die and they get richer. Freaking horrible, man. Gosh, that's terrible. Let's get to some more emails. Jesse, I was able to make it home to my family for Christmas, and of course I made the world-famous Jesse Kelly burgers one night for everyone. Both kids loved it and said my burgers were literally better than the ones mom makes. Of course, I did what Jesse would do and claim the recipe is my own creation. But the real question is, after spending so much time in Europe and becoming a dual citizen of America and Europe, did you have any burgers that came close to yours? Well, 
Okay. I have to I have to confess something. One before I go on, I need to say that I have always had a pet peeve and it still remains a pet peeve of mine. You can call me just an America lover, an ugly American, whatever you want to call me. But it has it has always bothered me when people travel overseas and they come back and all they talk about is how much better everything is over there than back here. Oh, it's so much better. They do this better and this is way better here and it's way better there. They do this better. And and what it turns into is just an America gripe fest. They act as if we're not still number one. They act as if we don't luxuriate in the highest standard of living around. They, they They act like that's not the case. I hate that. I don't do that and I won't do that. I will be honest with you about what what I in my experience, like it's only it's not like I go all the time. It was just a Christmas vacation about what I thought was better and and wasn't better. One, the chocolate's pretty good. I'm not a big chocolate person, but we went to a chocolate factory, so maybe that was why, where they would make it in front of you. It was pretty good. Now, is their chocolate way better than the Hershey's bar? I don't think so. I think that's in your head. I don't know that I'm going to back that up. I don't think so. Um, I'll say they do probably better bread. I was impressed with the bread, the croissants and stuff like that. I was impressed with. They do a great steak, a great meat, a great a great ribeye, whatever. They, they do that stuff well, but I wouldn't say it's that much better or really any better than an American steak. You walk into Outback or Longhorn Steakhouse or one of those steakhouses like that, you're going to get the same steak that you get over there. As far as burgers go, to answer your question, uh, I only had one over there, so I don't want to act like I'm the European burger expert. But here's the thing. Maybe it's because America has... Uh, more of a Mexican influence. Maybe that's what we're used to here. Or I shouldn't just isolate it to Mexico. More foreigners, more foreign nations coming in here. Maybe that's part of the reason why. But they don't focus near as much on spice and things like that over there. In America, you got to spice some things up. I I, I enjoyed the food. I ate really well. Don't get me wrong. I'm not complaining about it either. I'm not going to act like, oh, those Europeans don't know how to eat. I had excellent meals. they They were really, really good. But I was really missing some spice when I got home. I had ordered before, when we got home from the airport, before I even got back to the house, I had already called ahead and ordered from my favorite Mexican place. I needed jalapenos in my life. I I needed some spice in my life. And there was not a lot of that there. I will say this. I, I will say this. Someone in my family has a wheat allergy and I don't know the true story behind all that. I know because I'm saying it on the air now, we're going to get a million emails about it, and that's fine. But there's a way of thinking that I tend to agree with that our GMO, our genetically modified foods here, mess people up and they create food allergies in people. The person in my family who has a really, really bad wheat allergy, we're talking real stomach problems whenever he's done, doesn't normally eat bread, hardly ever, things like that. 
ate bread the entire time over there without a single reaction of any kind. And at least according to him, look, it's not my stomach, at least according to him, he said, well, yeah, it's, it's, they don't have the GMO modified stuff. So I do know they focus more on that there. I know they that's more of a priority in some places over there, like Big Pharma. You know, it's staggering how much Big Pharma not only lobbies the government, but how much money they spend on TV advertising here. I don't watch much TV, but whenever I turn it on, it's Big Pharma ad after Big Pharma ad after Big Pharma ad, and you don't see that over there. So maybe that is something they've cut out over there. A lot of that you know, Big Pharma crap, maybe the food is fresher and higher quality. I, I, I could taste some of that, I guess. Uh, I enjoyed a lot about it. I really did. I, I, I enjoy the history. That's why I know you're going to find that shocking. That's why I go. I go for the history. I ate well, but I don't do the, oh, everything's better over there. America sucks. Oh, shut up. All right. More emails. And Fanny Willis in some trouble. Next. He doesn't care if you believe him, but he's right. Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Speaking of giving you everything, Fanny Willis is a busy, busy lady down there in Atlanta. When she's not having affairs with the gangsters she's supposed to be prosecuting, she's having affairs with lawyers who are supposedly working with her. And now it looks as if she's secretly colluded with the January 6th committee. Wow. You mean all this was a gigantic communist op from the beginning? Knock me over with a feather. I'm just stunned. Of course it is. Jesse, I loved hearing about the Gestapo Museum and might I suggest the House of Terror in Budapest. Gosh, that sounds awesome. I mean, awful. Don't be wrong. I'm sure it's something horrible. Michael, look up the House of Terror. That sounds sweet. Anyway, and Auschwitz-Birkenau for your next trip. I do want to go to Auschwitz. Uh, Me, the kids, we've been wanting to go to one of these concentration camps for a while. I want to see it, right? I want to remember. I want to see it, but we've never been. If you haven't been to the Infantry Museum, Fort Benning, so on and so forth. Anyway, he says, with the military pulling a reverse UNO card on the COVID vaccine, you think that members and veterans will be able to sue the DOD at the end of the day? This is the question. I know there are a bunch of veterans working on this right now. There's a big group, over 200 of them working on trying to sue the DOD as they should for what was done to them with the COVID vaccine. This was not an approved vaccine. It was forced on them. Heart problems galore. Many have died. Many have been forced out, had their careers ruined if they refused it, and they want to be able to sue. There are two things that that concern me greatly for, for their success because Lord knows I'm rooting for them. They deserve everything they're asking for. One, they make it really, 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 really difficult to sue the government. They do. They make it difficult to sue the government and win. They make that hard. Two, as I have talked about before, and this is hard for people to talk about, it's hard to discuss because it makes people, it wounds people, Mm, it hurts them, but it's hard to get Republicans, even Republican voters, not just useless GOP politicians, it's hard to get them on board when it comes to the COVID vaccine stuff Because the COVID vaccine didn't come from Democrats. Operation Warp Speed wasn't passed and signed by Joe Biden. It came from Republicans. It was pushed by Republicans. 
Do I need to show you all the press conferences? House members, Senate members, GOPers, GOPers in the House, GOPers in the Senate, Donald Trump himself, take the facts, take the facts, take the facts. You got to take the facts, take the facts, take the facts. The facts is great. The facts save lives. The facts this, facts that, facts that. Well, that means both parties in Washington, D.C. are complicit in forcing, persuading, half-forcing a bunch of people to take something that didn't work and, in fact, in many cases, harmed them. So if both of the two major political powers were complicit, then it's difficult to get justice because one side doesn't want to check the other side because they'd have to, in turn, check themselves. I hope these people can see some justice. I don't know that that day will ever come. It is what it is. All right, let's get some more emails. Jesse, I voted for Trump before, but if he wins the primaries, I'll vote Kennedy instead. Ooh, ouch. And this is a few reasons why. And again, listen, before I go into the reasons, I'm not doing that. I have said I'm voting for the Republican nominee. I also do not judge you, as you know. If you're doing a different route, if you're going a different route, you're never going to get judgment from me. When you vote, when you participate, that's the only power you have. You vote the way you want to, the way you see fit. Use your power in your own way. You don't have a second way. Anyway, the guy says he's voting for Kennedy if it's Trump because of the vaccine and lockdowns, his refusal to debate. He gets networks to interview him where he lies with no pushback. He endorses anyone who says good things about him, so on and so forth. Uh, okay, look, again, people will email me and say, Jesse, I'm only voting for Trump. I won't vote for anyone else. If it's DeSantis, I'll vote third party. Jesse, I'm only voting DeSantis. I won't vote for Trump. I'm only, I'll vote for par third party and things like that. And... I get the impression, and maybe I'm maybe this is wrong, but I get the impression what you want is either my approval or disapproval. But I I'm not gonna give you either of those things because it's your vote. I don't campaign for candidates. And if you have a reason, if you have a reason, a, a reason in your mind to use the voting power you have a certain way then that's good. People will try to get a rise out of me or say, I'm only voting Trump. I'm only voting DeSantis. It doesn't bother me at all, man. I'm happy you're involved. You understand that our problem is Norm and Norma. It's not you. Even if you vote opposite from me or I vote opposite from you or I feel different about things, you're involved and you care. That's all I care about. What we're missing is people caring. That's what we miss. Not enough people think like you. Not enough people care like you. If you, for your own reasons, can't vote for Trump again and you're going to vote for Kennedy if Trump's the nominee, go ahead. You have a reason, at least. You have a reason. I like it. All right. You also have a reason to stop, stop patronizing Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile. Gone are the days where that's the only game in town where you have to have one of them or else you don't have cell service. Uh, your talk is on the exact same 5G network. You don't sacrifice coverage at all. You get better customer service. You get to speak to Americans who speak English and your bill gets cut in half. I switched an entire family of four. It took me 10 minutes on the phone and I pay half of what I was paying at T-Mobile now. Why 
wouldn't you switch to Pure Talk? Your CEO's a veteran? While the others are giving money to Planned Parenthood, Pure Talk's giving to veteran suicide causes? Why wouldn't you switch? It, look, it, it involves nothing. You pick up your phone right now. You dial pound 250 and you say Jesse Kelly. That's it. Pound 250. You say Jesse Kelly. They walk you through everything. They're lovely to deal with. That'll, by the way, save you an additional 50% off your first month. There's no reason not to switch. And I know that's a double negative, but I went to community college. Switch to Beer Talk. Stop, stop giving your money to corporations who hate your freaking guts. Switch to Beer Talk, all right? All right. Jesse, love the show. Question. The only way the government will ever work for the people, either more than two parties or no parties at all. That being said, what do you think of a Trump Kennedy or Trump Mansion ticket? Thoughts? Okay. Let's talk about that. Next. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I've got an animal inside of me. This is Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Thursday, reminding you that tomorrow is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday, and you need to get your questions emailed in right now to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Also, I want to remind you that it's going to be a long, long election year. Grandma Vodka is out there being the good Democrat soldier she's always been. She's on the news talking about Joe Biden and his vision. Michael, cut 13, go. But he has been great and he has a vision for a country that is consistent with what our founders had as a vision. He has knowledge, and again, it honors that vision. It honors the sacrifice of our men and women in uniform. Mm-hmm. And it, it again, uh, respects the aspirations of our children to go forward. So he has a vision. He has knowledge of the issues. He has strategic thinking about legislating mm-hmm. all in the head. Right. In the heart, he is the most empathetic. Mm-hmm. That he's the most empathetic a uh, person in the, I mean, he just really identifies with working families. Why would I want a leader who's empathetic? That's one. Two, notice what they do. Again, we were talking about this earlier. Let's talk about it again. Did you hear what she was talking about on the news? Talking about the founders, patriotism, loves the country. They campaign in an election year as if they're America-loving, moderate Democrats, and they get in there and they tear the country apart. Speaking of tearing the country apart, speaking of selling it out, this is a little long, but I'm going to let it play. I meant to get to it earlier. I just didn't get a chance to. Senator Hawley is going after the Biden administration on their electric vehicle laws. All this electric stuff, all this going green stuff, it's a gigantic financial giveaway to their people in China, and they're all invested in China. Does nobody see the conflict of interest here anyway? Cut nine. Go. Let's talk a little bit about who's, who is really benefiting from this administration's climate agenda and from these draconian electric vehicle mandates. So, Mr. Turk, you've already alluded to this. I know you know the answer to these questions. Currently, one nation accounts for 60% of the world's electric vehicle production that nation is china yeah one nation accounts for 76 percent of the world's lithium-ion battery production that nation is china yet your administration this president's administration 
The mandates that you put in place require that two-thirds of our new vehicle sales in just the next eight years, two-thirds of them, be electric vehicles. Your policies are driving us and our supply chains into the hands of our greatest geostrategic enemy, enriching them, enriching their government, while forcing Americans to pay for electric vehicles that on average cost $7,000 more on average than a traditional vehicle, are more expensive to repair and insure, require more frequent replacements of, of everything from tires to component parts. So, uh, Mr. Turk, wh why is it good for the American worker that we force our supply chains to a country that's our greatest rival and adversary? And why is it good for the American consumer? Senator Hawley, of course, knows, or at least I hope so, I think he does, that, well, that's the idea. Bleed America dry in favor of China. All right, back to the question I was asked before I got distracted in all this stuff. The guy says, if Trump wins a primary, what about a Trump-Kennedy ticket or a Trump-Mansion ticket? Well, Kennedy's not going to join with Trump. He's not going to. Those two guys are at odds with each other. Plus, Kennedy's main thing, one of his main things He's really, really anti-Big Pharma, anti-that back stuff and whatnot. And so he and Trump are going to get real, real crossways that way. Trump mansion, I don't love it. But at the same time, that probably means it's smart if Trump ends up being the nominee. Remember, the VP pick should be somebody you don't like. It should be somebody I don't like because it should be somebody who fills in some gaps on the other candidate and ideally... You never have to worry about that person becoming president. Now, since here in the year of our Lord 2024 in America, we insist on only running 90-year-olds for office, maybe vice president is getting more and more important as we go along, but hopefully you never need him, right? Hopefully he's just there to fill in some gaps and hope you win an election. Let's talk about something else I played earlier. These people, you know, we talk about how Democrats are in a system now where even if you're a moderate, it doesn't matter. You will govern like a communist because the party apparatus is all communist now. You're not allowed to differ from it. Isn't it wild? This, this Hakeem Jeffries clip is really, really wild that we are flooding the country with illegals. And no matter what, you haven't heard a single Democrat talk about stopping the flow stopping them from coming. The best you can get, remember we played it last night, some guy was talking about managing it. This is the Hakeem Jeffries solution for the border. And any agreement related to the border should be reflective of two principles. One, that America is a nation of immigrants and that will continue to give us our economic competitive advantage so that our country can continue to win the future. And any agreement, of course, should also uplift the principle that America is a nation anchored in the rule of law. Yeah. Like I said, any way you slice it, no matter what happens in 2024, the Biden administration has been insanely successful. Now, successful in the goal of burning America down, right? That's, let's be honest about what success means to them, but that is their goal. And he's been a tremendous success. They've flooded the country. They filled up the boat with water. And they know the GOP will lack the stones 
to bail that water out. And again, I want to remind you because I usually get pushback on, from people on this and they usually reference their favorite candidate, whoever that candidate is. Jesse, that's not Trump will deport them all. Jesse, no way DeSantis will deport them all. Um, no, they won't. If you even attempted as a Republican president to begin arresting and deporting people in mass. I'm not just talking about some scary looking dude with a teardrop tattoo on his face. I'm talking about families who have come here as well. You start chucking women and kids on a bus and deporting them, you will watch every Republican cave like a house of cards in a tornado. It will be immediate, immediate. The media would descend on them. Look at these Nazis assaulting women and kids. The GOP will eventually, will immediately, not eventually, immediately begin navel gazing. Well, I mean, we do have to worry about the women vote, guys. We don't want to, we, we want to do things the right way after all. Aren't, aren't we very compassionate? Uh, uh, okay, stop these deportations. Sorry, uh, stop them. Look at how nice I am. Don't call me a Nazi. You know I'm right. You know I'm right. Historical Oracle, Happy New Year, New Year to you and your family. You mentioned the greatest historical moments you'd like to have witnessed. Ooh, a little Ask Dr. Jesse one early. What about the most messed up moments? Varus realizing the trees in the Tudenberg Forest were speaking German. Custer seeing 3,000 warriors right out of the village at Little Bighorn. Cheers, bud, says I can say his name. His, his name is Larry. You know, that forest, the Tudenberg Forest one, it's nothing I have time to get into in depth, but that is one of the stories. I've put myself mentally in that picture before. How scary does it have to be to get a Roman to just lay down on the ground and bury his head in the ground so he can die earlier? To drown himself? You ever heard of that? We'll talk about that in a moment before we do that. Let's do this. Michael, cut 14, go. If you take core CPI, the actual index, which is seasonally adjusted, the read there is 313.216. That probably doesn't mean anything to you. It means something to me. That's the highest it's ever been. It's ever been. Now, remember, Bureau of Labor Statistics brings out this number. Go to their website. When did COVID start? March of 2020? Okay. If you go to their website and you look at their CPI inflation calculator and you put in uh, Feb of 2020, what you'll find is it takes a dollar 19 of no of 23 dollars to buy what bought a dollar pre-COVID. Do it if you don't believe me. Yeah. Do you have gold yet? Anyway, you cut it. You're 20% poorer than you were, and the money printer is still churning as we speak. Have you called Oxford Gold yet to take necessary steps? for the crisis that will come. Let them get some gold in your hands, silver in your hands. Let them get it in your retirement so you don't lose it all. It's all you can do. It's all I can do. 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show. I like it. Returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, final segment of the Jesse Kelly Show before we check out of here until tomorrow. And we'll have all kinds of fun on Ask Dr. Jesse Friday tomorrow. Now, let's. Well, apparently, we're doing a little preview, a little Ask Dr. Jesse question for tomorrow. What's one of the best messed up versions of history or worst scenes you could ever see? 
and the guy referenced the Teutonberg Forest. I'm going to make this the briefest little history thing in the history of man because it's just popped up and I don't have time to get into everything. I've done longer things on it before in the past, but just know. The Romans are trying to pacify the Germans. The, 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 it wasn't obviously Germany at the time. There were a bunch of very wild, very powerful Germanic tribes. They have been working with Germans as well, including one of their main German commanders. This guy has been working hand in hand with the Romans. Unbeknownst to them, even though they were warned, unbeknownst to them, he was plotting to betray them. So he leads the germ, he leads the Romans out on a mission. And he leads them into this forest, the Teutonberg Forest. Now you should know the story is a lot more complicated than I'm making it here. The forces ended up splitting up and whatnot, but the story itself is so horrifying when you put yourself in the mind of the Romans. They're in this very, very thick, very, very dark fortress. And an attack doesn't come all at once like in the movies. At first, they're just hearing things. And the forest is so dark, they're seeing a, a quick shadow here. A little, little thing there. Starting to get the sense as they're marching in formation that there are people around them in the forest. And then they start getting hit by things. Rocks, spears, arrow comes out of nowhere. Not an all-out attack, but boom, all of a sudden your buddy's got a spear hanging out of his neck and you're trying to patch him up. You can't see who's getting him. You can't, you can't form up. You can't, you can't do these things. Soon you find your forces divided and you're surrounded as it ramps up and ramps up by these vicious, excellent fighters, these German people who have had enough. And here's just a little taste of how horrifying this must have been for everyone involved. Remember, there's no phone call. There's no cavalry coming to, the, coming to save you. There's no air power. There's nobody. You are in the wilderness. You are in the forest. At some point, one of the German units found itself kind of in a swamp where there were reeds and everyone was dying all around them. The German true or the German, the Roman troops, some of them were so consumed with fear. They were in kind of ankle deep water. Some of them, they found them later like this, got down and stuffed their faces into the ankle deep water so they could drown before the Germans could finish them off. How scared do you have to be? to drown yourself in a dark forest swamp before the Germans can get their hands on you. And if you ever read the stories about the aftermath, it was years before the Germans, find, or the, I keep calling them the Germans, before the Romans got out there again to kind of survey the battlefield and see what had happened. And they found all kinds of ritual sacrifices that were made of their troops the ones who were unlucky enough to be captured alive, boiled in big pots and then eaten, heads, skulls, stapled to tree trunks and things like that. So maybe the dudes who were drowning themselves in the swamp, maybe they, uh, maybe they did the smart thing on the way out. It's a great story. It's a very, very fascinating story. Varus, in case you're wondering who Varus was that he referenced, that was the general 
and the Roman emperor, we don't know if this is true. This might be a rumor. It might be propaganda. But it's rumored that the Roman emperor at the time would pound the wall and say, Varus, give me back my legions, because his legions had been destroyed by the Germans, and they never really ventured forth from there. That really was the, the stop of the Roman expansion into Germania. A wild story, a cool story, right? And I don't, imagine, imagine what the Romans were probably thinking as they were dying there. I'll tell you one thing, I know what was probably going through their mind. I, I know what would have been going through mine. I hope, I hope my wife keeps giving my dog rough greens. I bet that's what, what? I bet that's what they were thinking. I bet they were, what, Michael? You know that's what they were probably thinking. I hope, I know I'm about to die and I'm about to be boiled alive, but I hope Muffy is getting the vitamins and minerals and antioxidants he needs. And I know he doesn't get it from dog food. So please just promise me you'll start pouring rough greens on his food so as I die here horrifically at the hands of these German people, I will at least know that Muffy will live on years longer than he would otherwise. I'm sure that's what they were thinking at the end. Anyway, that's what I would be thinking. You have your free jumpstart trial bag from Rough Green Jet. They're so confident you will see a difference in your dog. They give out free jumpstart trial bag. All you pay for is the shipping. Start giving your dog real nutrition. You'll see a difference in their coat, their energy, their, their health, fewer trips to the vet years longer on this earth. Does, don't we all want that? It's not just the Romans. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse, all right? Roughgreens.com slash Jesse, or you can call 833-33-MY-DOG. Michael, without further ado, headlines I didn't get to, please. And now... Here's a headline. By, go, you know, the, you know the thing. Headlines we didn't get to. Brooklyn High School postpones winter dance following migrant takeover. Again, this is from a supposed conservative publication, Free Beacon. Free Beacon, they're not migrants. Stop calling them migrants. They're not migrants. That's a word the communist has used for them. They're illegals. They're illegals. They're illegals. Stop playing the communist game all the time. White House punts illegals taking over schools as a New York problem. I almost forgot we had that soundbite. We have the soundbite. Michael, cut 10, go. And as it relates to this particular question that you're asking me about in New York City, that is something that New York City needs to answer to. <laughs> that, is a, that is a process that they took, so they have to answer to that. Uh, and as it relates to migrants and what's happening at the border, look, the president has taken this issue very seriously. Yeah. CDC gives $540,000 in taxpayer money to transgender equity consulting firm founded by Argentinian. Yes, well, of course. I don't know why this is controversial at all. Nations have religions. Nations spread the religion of their nation. That's the entire history of the world. Here in the U.S. of gay, we do the exact same thing. We spread our demonic religion all over the planet. That's why pride flags, these tranny flags fly from our embassies. It's why your taxpayer money goes to tranny causes around the world. That is America's national religion, and we practice it and we spread it, trying to create new disciples, as, as all nations do with their religion. Now, you, you have a mission, a job, if you will. Homework, but it's fun homework. Email me and ask Dr. Jesse a question for tomorrow. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. They don't have to be political. It doesn't even have to be smart. It can, it can be dumb. We do dumb all the time. It's me. You know I'm comfortable with dumb. Email jesse at 
jessekellyshow.com, and we will have ourselves a good time. All right? Keep your chin up one more day this week. That's all. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.